Stephanie Laska. Welcome to the Dirty Lazy Keto Podcast. I lost 140 pounds by continuing to enjoy my favorite light beer, tortillas, and chocolate. I believe you can have your sugar-free cake and eat it too. You don't have to be perfect on the keto diet to be successful at losing weight. Your journey on Dirty Lazy Keto, it starts today. Today's episode is sponsored by my newest book, Extra Easy Keto, Seven Days to Ketogenic Weight Loss on a Low-Carb Diet, published by St. Martin's Press and Macmillan Audio. If you're kickstarting or restarting the keto diet, or maybe you just need a kick in the pants, well, Extra Easy Keto is perfect for you. I'll teach you how to make the keto diet easier, doable, and fun in just seven days' time. Order your copy or download the audiobook of Extra Easy Keto by Stephanie Laska today. All right, well, today's challenge, you guys, we're going to be talking about making keto pizza low carb. So, hello. Are you a pizza lover like me? Please give me a thumbs up. Tell me in the comments. Um, But our challenge today is to make keto pizza low carb, but delicious, tasty, easy, fast, affordable, and kind of tastes like the real thing. So we've got a lot on our plate today. But Oh, such a bad joke. I know. Forgive me. I can't help it. I'm trying to make this fun. I know it can be painful sometimes to talk about weight loss. Um, I'm definitely no stranger to dealing with those issues. Um, I'll show you my before and after picture. Here I am with my son. We are, gosh, I'm throwing him in the air and he's so little and now he's driving a car. So terrifying to me. But you can see the difference in me. I was close to 300 pounds here, and now I'm 140 pounds lighter. And I'm wrapping up on 10 years, 10 years of keeping this weight off. So I want to share with you what I've learned and some of these tips and strategies. And one of them for me, a big, big, big part of it was figuring out what to do about pizza. Because I love pizza. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. And I bet you do too. I mean, it's a familiar favorite, right? So if you are trying to, you know, figure out, do I do delivery or do I figure it out myself at home? I want to be the one to help you make some of those good decisions. And a lot of you too have asked me, um, how do you make a pizza crust without almond flour? And so today's episode is going to answer that conundrum as well. So it's low in carbs, low in net carbs, easy to make, fast, delicious, ready to go. You're like, yes, stop talking. No more bad jokes, I promise. Okay, so I know a lot of you have made keto pizza in the past, right? Or if it's your first time, let me know too. And now how many people use one of these? I'm showing you my giant tortilla blanket. How many of you guys use tortillas right now when you're making like a low-carb keto fast pizza? Does anyone do that? And do you do it in the air fryer or do you have a special trick for that? Hopefully you'll share that in the comments because that could be a good strategy as well. Now, we're not going to be talking about tortillas, although I did find these at the store, and I was very excited about them. Kind of got me inspired for our topic today. I know. Aren't these cute? They're zero-carb by uh, Guerrero brand, zero-net-carb tortillas. I cannot wait to try them. But anyway, I want to get sidetracked because we're not going to use tortillas today. We're actually going to use... Now, don't tune off. Don't hang up when I show this to you. Don't run away. Because some of you might, you might be like, oh, heck no. Oh, heck no. Okay, this is what we're going to use, you guys. 
<laughs> you're like, don't run away. Don't be scared. Okay. Do you know what these are? Tell me in the comments if you do. Um, and I'm going to walk you through this and I want you to have an open mind. Have an open mind. Because, you know, part of uh, the weight loss experience is that as you lose more weight, at least for me, I found myself more willing to take risks, like willing to try new foods. Like at first I'm like, oh, I'm not eating that. Oh, heck no, that's crazy. But then as I lost more weight, I was like, wow, this stuff's working, you know, maybe I should eat more vegetables. Or if you have a weight loss stall and you're like, well, what can I do to eat more vegetables? You know, little tricks like these, you might be more open-minded and willing to take some risks and then surprise yourself. So that's part of the fun. It's part of the journey. It keeps things interesting. So before we start all the directions here, I got all my food around me. Go ahead and preheat your oven to 375. Yes, we are using an old school oven. Old school today. Now, technically, I use a toaster oven because that is how lazy I am. Because, right, it's dirty, lazy keto. So I have my little tabletop um, thing and it doesn't heat up the whole house. and It's just easier to manage. Um, so I went ahead and... Preheated my oven to 375, and I'm going to get started with four portobello mushrooms. Did anyone say portobello in the comments? Oh, good job. Now, I buy these in packs of two. They look like this. I saved my little packaging to show you. They're usually in packs of two. Um, you know, I buy these at Walmart, at Costco. I buy them at the grocery store, the regular grocery store. And depending on where you shop, the prices can be all over the place, right? Sometimes they're super pricey if you're at like a boutique grocery store and they're like some hand picked by, you know, nuns or something out in a field of like cows that do yoga. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Bad joke, bad joke. But seriously, if you shop around and you get used to where to find the portobello mushrooms, you can get a good price. For me, Costco and Walmart are the two best sources. And I usually get a pack of two for like maybe two or $3. Now what you're going to do is I'm going to put on some gloves so that way no one's grossed out because somebody always complains. What you want to do first is clean the mushroom. Now, I don't want you to be scared. If you know how to do it and you have a tip, share, because if you don't, I don't want you to be afraid of what's going to happen. It's not that scary. What I like to do is use a paper towel to kind of get rid of the like dust on the outside. Um, from what I've learned in my research not to put the mushroom under water to clean it because mushrooms are super absorbent. And so if you put it under water, it just sucks up all the water and then it makes a big soppy mess. So I use just a paper towel to clean it. And if you want to get super duper fancy and really committed to your mushrooms, you can buy a cool mushroom cleaning brush like me. You can see on the back, I even wrote mushrooms only. <laughs> so nobody in my house would get confused. And it's just a regular dish brush for vegetables. That's what I'm calling it. And I just lightly like scratch the outside to get rid of any dirt. So I'm going to do that right now. You can hear it. It's like scuffing shoes, but nothing too crazy. Like not too aggressive or else the whole mushroom will fall apart. You just basically want to get any dirt or debris off. And you can tell if your mushroom is dirty by looking at your brush afterward. But, you know, it's part of the excitement. So don't trip if it's not perfect or if it looks ugly. That's okay. It's going to look good at the end, I promise. I should almost show you because you don't trust me. I know you're like, girl, she's crazy. <laughs> but anyway, I promise it's going to be fabulous. Now, if you have tips about mushrooms, I encourage you to share below, you know, share in the comments. And I'm going to give away a prize at random to someone who's talking and participating, who's not shy. 
You can even just say hello in the comments. That works too. Um, because I'm going to give away a surprise today. A surprise. Do you want to know what the surprise is? Or should I wait? <laughs> uh, the surprise for today is going to be a, a Dirty Lazy Keto Red oven mitt. It's silicone. It's super high quality. I love these. I use them myself. I had them made just for you guys so I could give them away and I'll mail it to you. So if you want to potentially win one, say so in the comments or just participate and chat, chat, chat and share. And then I'll pick some people at random. Easy as that. Um, so I don't want you to be grossed out. We already went ahead and brushed all the dirt off. Now, next thing you're going to do is just snap the stem off. Okay. So you just grab it with your fingers, hold the mushroom with the other hand and just pop it off. Just like that. Just snap it off. It just comes off really easily. No big deal. Now, the inside of the mushroom, these are the gills. Now, in small portobello mushrooms, or baby bellas, as they're called, they actually are edible. A lot of people just eat them, but I don't. I don't know what's going on with these things, and I want to make sure my mushrooms are clean. I was trying to research more about the purpose of these gills, and they were saying it has stuff to do with the spores and the something to do with the you know, repopulation of the mushroom. Anyway, I don't want to eat that. So I'm going to clean my spoon here. My bad. And what I'm doing is using a grapefruit spoon with um, little teeth on the end. But you could use just a regular spoon. I find this works really well. And as I'm telling you, I'm a super connoisseur of this pizza mushroom situation. I eat these all the time. Love them. I tend to go on binges where I'm like obsessed with them because they taste so good. So just use your spoon and scrape out your gills and do it slowly and gently. And why slowly and gently? Because you don't want to damage the edge of the portobello mushroom. It, it's almost like creating a bowl. So you're going to scoop out very gently all these gills with your spoon the best you can. You don't have to be perfect. Just, you know, get them out because they're kind of creepy. Scrape them out, leaving the edges behind. So I'm going to keep going a little bit. Now, there's still some around the lip, and you want to use the sharper end of your spoon to kind of gently, gently, gently. I cannot say gently enough. You know someone's going to go too hard and then break it and then be all sad. It'll still taste good. It just won't look as pretty as when you get all of the gills out, you know, like this. Here's one I was working on earlier and had my full attention, and I was doing it over the sink. And you can see here that the... The inside, the gills are all gone. I scraped very gently, and it looks like a little bowl, doesn't it? Right? How cute. And it doesn't matter how rough I was getting the dirt off the outside because the pizza stuff's going to go inside like a little pizza bowl. So trust me, it's going to be fabulous. You're going to love it. Um, what I like to do also as a little side note is I like to spray, now that it's all cleaned out, I like to spray the bottom with oil, any kind of oil. I just have olive oil here since we're doing Italian, I like to spray the bottom and then make sure it's all covered with oil. And then I sprinkle heavily with salt. Okay. Trying to do this without getting too much all over the office. There we go. So now my little mushrooms are ready to go. And I'm going to do that to all four of them. And I'm going to set them on a lined baking rack lined with tinfoil. And the reason why you're going to do this like little grate thing is so your mushroom is like up in the air a little bit. It's off the bottom of the 
of the pan. And that way, as your mushrooms cook, they tend to weep a little bit. Weep, W-E-E-P. Like kind of cry and all the water, the moisture from the mushroom will come off the bottom. You don't want that, again, being all soppy because then your crust, quote unquote, will be moist and that's not good. You want it to be exactly like a real pizza. I promise. You're like, are you kidding me? Are you still not convinced? <laughs> I promise it's going to taste and look amazing when it's done. Now, if you're just still right now going, okay, fine, I'm going to keep watching this because I'm curious, but I kind of would rather have like a traditional pizza. I get it. I get it. So I will direct you to one of my favorites. I have um, pizza recipes in all of the Dirty Lazy Keto cookbooks. There's a whole section. Okay, but one of my favorites that you're going to have to try right the second is the Tic Taco Pizza. The name is hilarious. Tic Taco Pizza, that's it on the cover, and it's on page 116. And this pizza crust also does not use almond flour. So that's a win, right? Um, I do have one more I'm just going to give a quick shout out for, and there's a deep dish pizza recipe. Oh, deep dish pizza. It's to die for, and it's so yummy, and it's inside um, Extra Easy Keto. The seven days to ketogenic weight loss on a low carb diet book. Very exciting. There's 10 recipes in here. They're bonus recipes, and that's one of them. It's also one of my favorites. So you're going to have to check those out, okay? But meanwhile, let's go back to our mushrooms because I haven't maybe convinced all of you. Maybe not. Are you still, you're still nervous? <laughs> or you're just like, I don't like mushrooms. It's okay. Tell me your fears in the comments. Tell me why you're hesitant because I think you're going to like it. And I would be pretty willing to bet that you're going to love it. Not just like it, but love it. Seriously. Even my kids eat these. They'll request them. And that's just weird for my kids, teenagers to like these more than let's say a traditional crusted pizza like delivery. So what we're going to do is make our sauce <clears throat> while uh, the oven is preheating. Okay. And I got my little bowl right here and I'm going to show you what ingredients I like to use. <clears throat> and I actually have a video I'm going to link up after this. That's a whole video on just pizza toppings because, you know, this is very serious. We can't just talk about it once. This is like a big deal. So what I like to do, oh, so many things in my bucket, is what lately, I should say, lately one of my favorite brands to use is Hunt's Tomato Sauce. And I buy these small little containers, these jars, and they're cheap. And that's why. And it's eight ounces, okay? And this eight ounce can, I love this because it makes four perfect, perfect portobello keto pizzas. Perfect, just four. So I dump this in a bowl, okay? Dump it in the bowl. <clears throat> here it is right here. And then I'm gonna add a couple of quick spices. I like to add a little olive oil. I just pour some in, just willy nilly. And I also like to add some Italian seasoning some red pepper flakes, some garlic, some salt and pepper. And if I'm feeling wild and crazy, I might even add a little bit of taco powder. And that's a trick that I share with you in the Tic Taco pizza recipe in the No Time to Cook cookbook, which is the third cookbook out of four. Okay, did you catch all that? I know, gotta go fast, right? We don't wanna be uh, dilly-dallying. If you have a trick or a suggestion with pizza sauce, please share. Do you have a brand or uh, something you'd like to add? Please share. Put that in the comments because we all want to know what you do. Because everybody's got secrets, right? Tell me yours. <clears throat> okay. Um, next, I lost my train of thought. Now we're going to fill up our portobello pizzas. And we talked about using 
this sauce to fill it up. I told you it's gonna create four, right? You're gonna fill up four portobello mushrooms. So I'll just demonstrate how I'm putting it in now just for one. So I'm reaching in, ting, ting, ting. It's like one, two, three, four, maybe a little more, just keep going. Whatever makes sense to you, how, how, if you like a heavy sauce or a low sauce. Again, I'm using a quarter of that jar per each. All right, so now I'm going to top it with cheese. I'm gonna put on some mozzarella cheese, which is whole milk, not fat-free, not low-fat, none of that crap. Put a ton of cheese on, because cheese is yummy. All right, fill it up with some cheese, and then put on your low-carb toppings of your choice. Now, I put out just an assortment here. I'm gonna put on some green onion. That's already been chopped. I'm gonna put on some tomatoes, already been chopped. All right, I'm gonna put in some jalapeno. Jalapeno, because I like it spicy. And I don't have pictured here, but you could also do some green bell pepper. That might be good. What's your favorite pizza topping? Say below, please. I would like to know. I also like me some, what else? Cheddar cheese. I think it looks pretty. So I'm gonna top my pizza with a bunch of cheddar. Shredded cheddar, full fat, of course. And then I'm gonna put on some pepperoni, which I already have chopped up in little pieces. There we go. And then I'm gonna put maybe some more olives. You can just go to town, really. Whatever low carb pizza topping you wanna put on is fine. Don't be shy. Maybe some more black olives. I mean, look how beautiful that is. Now. We've already been preheating our oven, right? And we're gonna make four of these. It takes a few minutes to decorate them. You know, when you're with your family, each person could decorate it as they see fit. Now, even though one of these is pretty filling, I'm gonna go ahead and admit something embarrassing that I generally eat two at a time. That's okay, I can tell you the truth. Now, I'm making four, so I generally make two for myself like today, and then I'll reheat the other two like tomorrow and just put it in the toaster oven like I would a reheating, you know, pizza. So. It's on my little rack here. It's ready to go. It's all decorated and fabulous. And we've been heating up our oven right to 375. Yeah, so it should be nice and hot. Stick it in there for 10 minutes. And don't peek. Don't open it because that lets the heat out. And after 10 minutes, this is the key. You ready? You listening? Because this, this recipe is nowhere written down. Not yet. Um, after 10 minutes at 375, you want to raise the temperature, raise up make it hotter and go all the way up to 400 degrees and then bake an additional like five to 10 minutes, depending on what toppings you put on, okay? An additional five to 10 minutes. Between five and 10 minutes, you can peek at it, make sure it's done just the way you like it. And I'm gonna show you what it looks like because I was making pizza just before you got here. And they're so good. Now I like to top my pizza with some, oh, wrong one. I like to top my pizza with red pepper. Here we go, and also Parmesan cheese, you can do that too. Also maybe a little ranch on the side. Mm, that sounds good, right? Here we go, you ready? Can I have a drum roll? Or a bell or something? Okay, here it comes. You're like, you should have showed me this earlier. Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, I had a little bit of weeping going on. Let me mop that up. I want it to be perfect when I show you. Okay, here we are, guys. Okay, can you see it on the screen? Okay, if you can't, I'll describe it for you. The cheese is melted. The toppings are crispy. 
It looks just like a deep dish pizza that you probably ordered back in the diggity day, right? Before when you were pre-keto, pre-low carb, and you were doing a traditional pizza delivery service. It looks just like it. And here's the craziest part. It tastes just as good. It's deep dish. It's yummy. You have no concept that there's no crust here because the mushroom is like part of the pizza and there's cheese everywhere and all the flavors are melding. And it's so delicious and it's pretty too. Don't you think? You're all, yes. <laughs> I hope so, you guys. I mean, we have to be positive. We have to be excited. We have to keep each other motivated. We have to have yummy food. You know, don't try to be perfect and go without some of these favorites. It's very important that you find copycat favorites and easy, quick recipes that don't cost an arm and a leg, that you're not running around, you know, expensive uh, specialty stores or ordering keto stuff online. You don't need to do any of that. You just need a couple of quick go-to recipes like this in your pocket. That way, when a craving hits and you're wanting pizza, you're wanting to be crazy and like indulge, then you enjoy a low-carb keto-friendly pizza like this. And then you don't go off the rails. You're full, you're proud of yourself, and you're still on track. That's the best part, you guys. So I know, right? Are you excited? You gonna run home and try it? I hope so, because I'm gonna wrap this up and go eat myself. Hopefully, if you haven't already, say something in the comments. Like, I love it, I can't wait to try it, I love it, it sounds great. Say anything in the comments, that way you can be entered to win a prize. I just want to give all of you a round of applause for being here. I'm proud of you. Can I get out my big round of applause? Right? So cute. Look at my little hands. I hate it when people complain about my props in the comments. They're like, it's silly. You should be serious. No, no, we shouldn't. You know, weight loss is a struggle for a lot of us and it's painful and it's sad. And we've been humiliated and ashamed our whole lives, right? At least I have with my weight and my eating and my habits. So if we can come together and kind of laugh a little bit and lighten the the mood and be silly and learn a few things and share a few tips with one with one another. I think we're going to all be successful. It's a keto community that I'm trying to create with you and I'm super excited that you are here and listening and part of it because that's that's how the magic happens. It's one little change at a time. It's not joining a gym, it's not running a marathon, it's just making one tiny change today, right now, and then an hour from now doing the same thing, doing another good change doing another good change two hours later, and then tomorrow and the next day and so on and so forth. That's it. That's how it works. And then before you know it, you've lost the weight that you set out to lose and you're living your best life. And it's 10 years flyby. That's it. So give yourself a round of applause, everybody. Yay! And be sure to subscribe on YouTube. Can I show you my little YouTube TV right here? Make sure you're subscribing on YouTube. You're part of the Facebook group. Yay. And you're following like maybe on Instagram or other social media channels where at Dirty Lazy Keto is having a presence because I'll keep posting pictures um, and tips and podcasts and, you know, everything, everywhere I can reach you and support you in every way that I can because I want you to succeed and I'm here to help. That's it. So, yay, give yourself a round of applause one more time. You did it. Yay. Yay. Well, that about wraps it up, folks. Thanks so much for listening and for being part of the Dirty Lazy Keto community. I'm here to support you. I am here to help. Would you like to be notified when a new episode drops? Sign up for my free newsletter so we can keep in touch. Enter your email at dirtylazyketo.com and I'll just send you quick notifications when something new is going on. My newsletters are free, of course, and you can unsubscribe at any time. Did you enjoy today's podcast? 
me a favor, tell a friend. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the Dirty Lazy Keto Podcast. I believe in you, my friend. I know you can do this. See you next week, Keto Superstars. Oh, 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 oh,